there's a lot you can do in this town You set it up and turn it around We might have come from somewhere else But this is where we found ourselves Welcome to the local show People you work with, people you Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. I'm Eric Scarvin, your host. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We want to also welcome our Facebook Live audience and our YouTube audience. We're each week here on The Local Show. For 15 years, we feature inspirational locals. It's been such an honor and an exciting ride for me. And I'm very happy to welcome back a guest. He hasn't been here for a while. He's got a couple new enterprises here in the Valley. Uh, since his last visit, it's Bill Johnson, owner of Aspen Public House and Capital Creek Brewery. Yes, sir. Correct? Like, one business isn't enough, Bill. you got to, like, wade in deep in the yeah. waters of local business. And we'll talk all about those aspects. Sure. But I wanted to start out with something a little bit lighter. Aspen last week saw one of its heaviest snowfall weeks in modern history. 65 inches were recorded in Highland Bowl referred to as Snowmageddon. Can you tell us a, like a fun story from your Snowmageddon when you got out there away from work? Yeah. Into the snowstorms. How was that for you? Absolutely. When I finally, um, I was kind of sitting on the sidelines for, <laughs> for most of the week. And uh, by, by Saturday, I was ready to go. I mean, that's why, <laughs> why we all live here are for storms like this. And yes. it's, I think it's the biggest storm I've seen in the last 10 years that, that I've been out here. And that includes a 708. Um, yeah. so I, I, uh, uh, got together with Jared Day, who's a brewmaster down at Capitol Creek Brewery, and he's, he's kind of a snow mask connoisseur. Okay. And so most of my pow days are at, at Highlands, um, but I've been struggling a little bit with the crowds on the weekends and, yeah. and the parking, the accessibility. And I was like, let's just, let's go to snow mass. Um, huh, good call. And so I think we were on, uh, Village Express by 840 in the morning. I think we were the first paying customers to ride Alpine Springs and High Alpine that day, oh. and it was it was the definitely the best skiing experience I've had all year, the best <laughs> pow day I've ever had at Snowmass um, in, in my life, and it rope drop on on the wall. Uh, it was oh. and, and Jared, like I said, Jared kind of knew exactly where to go and and the sequence, and it was it was an incredible oh. day. I mean, I'm six four, and you know, snow <laughs> snow going over your head is a pretty special thing. Oh my uh, gosh. When, when you're this tall, so. So just all-time, deep, yeah. on-track pow. You have the good snowmass scoop there. Yeah. Like a snowmass guide, basically, is yeah, what you e need. exactly. Like, I need that, yeah. even. And I'm a guide. Right. <laughs> I need a snowmass-specific guide, though. Because it's kind of like a, another, another country over there. Yeah. For, for us Aspen-centric folks. When, when you don't, I mean, and that's the FOMO for me, and that's why I've always gone to Highlands. I, yeah. I don't, you know, even, um, I, I don't spend a lot of time on Ajax. I mean, my, my background is at Highlands. That was yeah. where I, the first job I ever had. Um, and I probably ninety percent of all my skier days in in eleven years are at Aspen Highlands, and so yeah, you're always hesitant to. Well, do I go to Snowmass? Do I know where I'm going? And I, I don't want to get stuck in a spot um, where where I have to wait in the line or where the, where the train isn't ideal or there's too many people. <laughs> but it was it was great. I mean, I think just getting ahead of the of the crowds, and we kind of had the place to ourselves for the first couple of hours. It was. It was it was an amazing day. So that was a great call because I, yeah. I feel you. Like you you know. You know what's guaranteed. Right. Like when you go on Highland Bowl, you know it's, it's pretty guaranteed. When you leave that, that it's a little bit risky. I mean, talking about risk, I think, you know, a 14-inch day versus an 18-inch day right. is kind of like, you know, 
not even first world problems. <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's our risk levels we're tolerating here. Right, we're we're lucky. But still, that, that's that was a the, great call. Yeah. What about the Cirque? Did you get up up into that area um, or you know, I, KT we, Gully or anything? We, that we stuff? didn't ride the the Palma, but we we did a lap through Gaudi's. Okay, and that was what I kind of learned about Snowmass. It's like kind of yeah, you pick one side or the other. It seems like, and so we were the wall was so good we kept going back um yeah. but every time you know we ride the lift i'm looking over and i'm like what's this like what's this train like oh those guys are hitting a cliff how do, how do we get over there and so at the end of the day jared's like we'll go over there don't worry Check um out, and so yeah. we had a lap through uh through gaudy's at the end and got the drop off the corners it's you know it's it, oh. snowmass is exciting terrain there's definitely different like in highlands uh it's got to be one of the places in colorado where you can hike the bowl and get that much vert, and you ride one more lift, and you get to ski another three thousand feet down to the bottom. Um, Where snowmass, <laughs> it's but the, the the train's exciting. Yeah, you know you can jump off of things and at different terrain features, and you can have a lot of fun. So, um, it's kind of different mountains. I like that Cirque vibe. If you if you get a chance to go up there, and I, I definitely want to make it up there this this winter, because the last couple times I have gone up on Powder Days, it's been a couple years now, but it was amazing and yeah. it, you get that bowl experience because you're above twelve thousand feet um not so much the hiking and all that part but still that open bowl skiing and then you come down through cirque dykes and some of those that's incredible terrain in there yeah snowmass is really special it's you just got to get back there to remind yourself right kind of thing right no it's 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 fun getting back to snowmass it's like uh yeah. going up into your attic and you're like oh i forgot there's all this cool junk up here <laughs> right, you know, right, uh, right. super cool uh but um yeah i mean i think it's the highest you know, on top of the Cirque is, is the highest elevation in any of the ski resorts and bounds. And yeah. So you get that above, uh, above treeline alpine experience. Like oh. you said, it's, it's special. Absolutely incredible. And just kind of briefly, how's your winter been uh, at Aspen Public House, your newest venture? Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, in the old Justice Snow space in the Wheeler Opera House, corner of the building there. And you guys have been operating since how long? When did you start operating? You know, we opened the uh, first week of June. Okay. So that was our goal was to get a, a, a full week under our belts before we got crushed with food and wine weekend, which uh -huh. is exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> but we, we had a great team opening the public house. Uh, you know, I learned a lot from uh, helping open the ale house and then into doing the brewery on my own. Um, and then so by, by the time I got to the public house, you start to get things dialed in. And you don't need consultants or anything like that. You, you know, you have your own opening lists. Um, okay. But we, we got crushed. Uh, in, in June, um, right into food and wine, and it was it was a great experience. Um, uh, and then this winter ha has been it's been steady. Um, you know, I think I think maybe some businesses are still kind of feeling the effect of last winter, yeah. but we're it's it's picking up. And the response from uh, locals and and the community and and tourists alike has been outstanding. You know, I think we're we're hitting the nail on the head with the food and and yeah. the quality, the menu, the vibe, the atmosphere. I I think it's what the space needed. Um, and I wanted to come in and, and change things, but really kind of complement the history. I mean, it was a bank in 1889, you know, <laughs> built by Jerome Wheeler. There's the, the history and how it ties back into Aspen is, is legendary. You know, I'm just, I'm just happy to be a part of it, I guess, in, in that space and kind of do what I can. So. It, mu it must be an honor of sorts because it is such a landmark place right in the center of town in the Wheeler that's that's got to be an honor to, yeah. to be a part of that. It's it's one of the coolest Special. locations, not just in our valley, but in the state of Colorado. I mean, it's yeah. I yeah, honor's a good word for it. I'm just excited to to even get a chance to, to to go in and be a part of it. So, well, we're gonna get into some of the nitty gritty, including some of those delicious menu items. But sure. We're gonna take a quick break, rehydrate, thank our winter underwriters, including the Aspen Public House, 
Aspen Animal Hospital, the Aspen Square, Klug Properties, the Aspen Times, Picking County Landfill, and Sundog Athletics. Go to a quick break. Our only one of the show guys will be back with Bill Johnson. He's the owner of Aspen Public House, a great local and visitor vibe. So don't go away. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit AspenAnimalHospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Celebrating another great winter season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place, featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. Aspen Square is proud to support The Locals Show. Welcome to The Locals Show, people you work with. We're back here on The Local Show. Thanks for sticking with us here. Locals each week here on Grassroots Community Network, America's original public access TV channel. Did you know that, Bob? No, I did not. First one in the United States in 1972. Thank God for cool. hippies. It was a good <laughs> summary <laughs> on that one. And um, just thank God for this community and everything that we have to enjoy in the outdoors, our own businesses. I mean, this is really living the dream. You know, not to be too cliche. Um, Absolutely. What do you love most about the hospitality business? Uh, you know, I, I love um, creating an experience for people. Uh, you know, I, I I tell my friend in the house staff all the time. I'm like, I as an owner, and, and we can do what we want with the menu and the kitchen, but um, the restaurant's like a, a a theater, and and they're the actors, and they're the ones that really bring it to life and help tell the story. Um, but creating an experience from, from the time someone walks in the door with the ambiance, how the place looks, how it's designed, uh, how the host greets you, how your server greets you, um, how, how the menu is designed, how comfortable the restaurant is, uh, and obviously the quality of the food, um, the bar program, uh, trying to be very family friendly and, and until, until the moment they leave. You know, we want them to be taken care of and, and feel like we're more than just taking orders for food, you know, we're, we're trying to, like I said, kind of trying to help tell a story a little bit and, right. and br br really, really bring the place to life and, and then create those relationships. I have, right. uh, 
that's been rewarding for me being at, you know, like I said, my background at Highlands, um, I've had people uh, track me down at my restaurant in Basalt and then um, again at the public house uh, who I've known who've been coming into, you know, starting at the pizza company, um, you know, like seven years ago. And so to have built those relationships right. uh, and seen, seen kids grow up, um, you know, we had the ABSC program, at the pizza company, and, and it's, it's been wild. Um, you know, there's kids that were uh, small and now they're like in, in college and stuff. And so uh, it's... <laughs> and you start to feel a little old too, don't you? Right. You're yeah. like, wait a minute. Now I guess that time has gone by. I try not to think about it too much. Yeah. <laughs> wait to get to my age. You'll really appreciate it. Yeah. Like my little buddy in the buddy program. He was literally five when we started. He's now about to graduate University of Texas. It's That's, like, yeah, it's it's like when that time goes by. But those relationships, that experience. And what's really special is not only for locals to have that experience, but the visitors. Sure. The highlight of their one vacation maybe of the year. And you can add to that. I can really appreciate that with Sundog Athletics. Maybe a little longer time frame, two or three hours. But creating that experience. So the, the food, the atmosphere, the staff, like you say. So the staff, that must be an interesting um, aspect in and of itself. Like, how do you choose these people? Like, I, I imagine you do a lot of the hiring yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I, there's got to be some key criteria there. I mean, it starts, um, you, w w what I've learned over the years in the hospitality industry is that uh, you hire people based on their personality. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can I can train just about anybody to be uh, a good server, a good bartender, right. how to make good cocktails, um, how to take orders, and how to understand a menu. I can't train somebody to be a nice person. Right, um, right. So those personality traits. Exactly. You start with the personality traits, and yeah. and you hire people who you think are cut out for the hospitality industry. Right. And um, if they have experience, great. Uh, but then you can from there and 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 train people as you need to be specific to the restaurant industry. So. Right, the friendliness, the hospitality in and of itself. Sure. Which is, which is friendly, you know, uh, hospitable, treating people well. Golden rule, remember that? Treat, treat others as you would like to be treated yourself. I think is always a good one to fall back Absolutely. on. And then you guys have the menu to back it up. So you've got delicious food that's affordable, uh, a yeah. menu. And what are some of your favorite menu items that, that people should make sure to check out when they come in? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, we have some killer sandwiches. Uh, we, we do a duck Reuben sandwich um, that's, I'm proud of it because we take uh, whole ducks and then we, we break them down, we butcher them in house. Um, and the duck breast gets a brined, uh, in a pastrami brine for two days. Oh, then we man. smoke it and then we slice it and that ends up on a, on a sandwich. And I'm a Reuben purist, and when, when our, my guys in the kitchen first came to me with this idea, I was like, maybe we should just do a corned beef Reuben sandwich. And I, I, I tried one of these duck Reubens they made me, and I'm like, this is, this is incredible. Like, <laughs> let's put this on the menu tomorrow. Um, we have a double-double, a, a classic double-double burger that I, you know, I think is definitely one of the best burgers in, in town. Um, that I have tried that. Maybe, I can vouch for that. Yeah, I've not tried the duck Reuben, but that's the next, next one to try. <clears throat> Um, we, we do a fried chicken that's just a really, it's a, it's a fried Cornish game hen, uh, super classic southern preparation, but it's just oh. the kind of food you want to eat, especially after you've been skiing all day. Um, yeah, comfort food. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like yeah. that, that just really satisfying comfort food. And when you get a deep fried chicken right, that's like, 
that's magic. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's like one of, awesome. one of the best experiences you can have. I think yeah. you know, as far as a meal goes, no doubt. Um, and then breakfast. You know, we're we're, do, we're doing a brunch, so we run a breakfast menu, a brunch lunch menu, um, eight thirty in the morning to three p.m. seven days a week, and it's it's a huh. classic breakfast menu. So you can go in all, almost all day and have breakfast. Pretty much. Which is huge because, yeah. again, whether you're local or visitor, you sleep in. you kind of like, oh, wow, it's past 11. Can we still get breakfast? And not only is the answer yes, it's awesome. What about a Bloody Mary to go with that? Uh, pretty yeah. good Bloody Mary there? Very, very proud of the Bloody Mary we do. <laughs> um, we make our own Bloody Mix. And uh, we're on the weekends, we're doing a Bloody Mary bar. And so oh. when I got into the space, there was a few things that people were like, hey, Bentley's used to do this Bloody Mary bar. Okay. Um, you should bring it back. And I'm like, do you know, twist my arm. We'll do it. You know, right <laughs> that sounds really so. good. That sounds right. And here's the thing. I grew up in Wisconsin. A good Bloody Mary, and of course in Wisconsin, they have like burgers, brats, chicken sticking out of the thing. It's like a meal in and of yeah. itself. You had a little beer schnitz. You ever heard of that? Uh-uh. It's like a little mini like four ounce beer. Like chaser for your bloody. Cool. And you guys could chase that with one of your Capital Peak beers not, that not you a bad bring idea. in, yeah. right? You you have your own beer. Uh, can you tell people a little bit about the Capital Peak? Sure. Capital beer? Creek. Or um, Capital Creek. Close. I'm sorry. Capital Cap- Peak. I get is, those two mixed up yeah. all the time. And there's Capital Peak, but there's Capital Creek. Capital Peak isn't our logo, so it'd be a little confusing. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Capital Creek Brewery. Uh, you know, 20 miles away down in Basalt um, or in Willits. Uh, Seven Barrel Brewing System, we, we brew all of our own beer. It's a grain-to-glass concept. So we um, take, take the grain, the grain gets milled. Um, we go through the whole brewing process, start to finish. Nice. Uh, Jared Day, like I said, a longtime local, is our brewmaster. Um, everything he touches is gold. <laughs> like I say, he, <laughs> he, he, he brews incredible beer. Um, and we, we have an awesome lineup, everything from uh, crisp Bavarian-style Pilsner to really great IPAs that are kind of a variety IPAs, West Coast IPAs, New England style IPAs. Um, we just did a vanilla milk stout on nitro. Oh. That's, it's like dessert in a glass. Now you're talking my language. So Stouts, it's, especially in the winter. Yeah. We want the burlier, again, almost comfort beer at right. that point. Yeah, it's a great, it's a definitely a great winter beer. Um, and we, we, we bring some of the beer and we put it on tap up valley at the public house. And so okay. it's one of the only places in Aspen where you can get Capital Creek beer on tap. But it's it's... As as local as it gets, you know. And you have a Norwegian style. Can you tell people a little bit about your, is a Norwegian farmhouse? A Norwegian farmhouse ale. uh, Okay. Kind of out there. Um, And it was a collaboration (laughs) with Capital Creek Brewery and Glenwood Springs Brew Pub. And uh, when when they brewed it, they took spruce tips and steeped it uh, for quite a while. And so combined with like a Belgian yeast strain, in the glass, it has a wild aroma to it. You know, when you um, when, when you breathe it in, it's it's like a pine forest in a glass. And then the palate matches it almost exactly. It was when I tried it, I was like, "This is crazy." You know, it's I, I can't believe the flavors that we're able to draw. You know, and get into beers, and then then where it takes you. You know, when you're trying the beer, smelling the beer. You know, it it, it it's it's like you're you know hiking the conundrum trailhead or something like that so <laughs> the, the, the late conundrum trailhead as of now i guess that's the deal though yeah right well the avalanche yeah, yeah trailhead the reconfigured conundrum but, trailhead but, 2.0 but it, it's connecting though that's neat that it connects you actually to the environment yeah. like that sprucey citrusy influence yeah exactly and spruce needles have a lot of vitamin c as mm-hmm. well so you get that citrusy sprucey kind of like huh what is this oh yeah reminds me of being in the, in the forest yeah that's a really cool connection 
Well, let's let's shift gears a little bit. Um, now, you guys are, um, you know, in a in a space that's owned by the city of Aspen, and you've got um, you've got some interesting kind of some guidelines. And one of them from the city is more affordability. Sure. And so, but you're operating in a in a high cost you know environment. It's a it's a high cost of living. It's a high cost to do business. And yet you're supposed to have this affordable menu. Mm -hmm. Is this formula, do you think that's like a practical, doable formula? Or are you far enough into the, the business cycle to kind of yeah. you know, judge that? Or, you Give know, me another couple of years. And I'll, <laughs> right, I'll right, over, sure. over the long term. No, we're fully committed to um, bringing that affordability. And like relative affordability is a term I use a lot. Because right. relative to Aspen, right. Uh, right. you have to be careful, um, kind, of, kind of what you say. And... Uh, you know, for example, we have a, a quarter pound burger that we do for for ten bucks, and nice. um, and one misnomer is is I, I talk to a lot of people and they're like, oh, well, the city's making you do this ten dollar burger, the city's making you do this or that, <laughs> and I'm like, the city's not really making me do anything. Um, in my lease, it was one line that said the concept needs to be relatively affordable and uh, local serving where it can be, okay. um, and so there was no there was no guideline or no parameters, but I. I, I want to do this, you know. Like yeah. I, I want to sell people a ten dollar burger for lunch, and um, right. and have uh, you know sandwiches that I think are, are relatively affordable compared to what's going on around us. But um, you know, our uh, people also ask me too. They're like, "Isn't your lease uh, subsidized?" And I'm like, "I I don't really know how to answer that. I um, <laughs> I, I know we're paying more per square foot in our Aspen location than we are on our free market lease down Valley, um, but the to level the playing field, I, I still pay the same rate per line cooks, and yeah. uh, beef costs me the same price per pound. Uh, fish, right. um, potatoes, cheese, all this stuff. You know, I, I'm paying the same prices that everyone else around me is, and that's really what makes up the majority of your costs in restaurants. And so it's, it's we're so definitely when we're trying to do the more affordable concept, it 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 can be a struggle um, because people aren't spending as much in my and they can get in and out um, for for a little bit less than what. What most people are doing around us, and which is the idea, yeah. um, but it's it's certainly it's you know all restaurants, uh, all locations, all concepts they're they're always a grind. So, so you got to go for more. It seems like um, you obviously need val volume. You sure. need to you need to have a lot of people coming in, hundred two hundred dinners a night. I don't even know what those numbers are. I remember the old La Casina, their formula was about two two fifty a night. Mm -hmm. They were cranking out those nine dollar half a twos. Which was the one chicken enchilada instead of two. Now, two chicken enchiladas would be twelve dollars. Right. But that was volume. You had to crank out the volume, um, which is also tricky when you consider off season, which is a very low volume time. Sure. So um, uh, the value proposition needs to be, you know, getting not, you know a fair number of people through there, but also offering them a quality experience. We're not like certainly rush through. Um, I mean, can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, how do you guys, like, like where do you see your viability, you know, like yeah. moving forward? Uh, I, I think it's a, it's a long-term play, for sure. Yeah. I, I think we're um, still developing our, our, our reputation, developing, developing awareness, building yeah. the brand. Um, and it's certainly in a competitive environment. I mean, we're not the only ones uh, serving what, what I always call affordable food in Aspen. There's, there's plenty of people around us that are doing it, and they're doing it well. Um, you know, I, I think... Uh, uh, long term, you know, to, to answer your question with how do we handle volume, our, our menu is designed so that we can get ticket times down and get people um, in and out of the restaurant without feeling rushed. Yeah. And we, ne we never rush people, but 
you know, like if, if you have your cocktails within two minutes of sitting down at the table and then if we can get you your entrees within 10 or 15 minutes of the time you yeah. sit down, we're, we're accomplishing that. Um, right. And then the nice thing is uh, in the summertime we get to add some patio tables out on the side of the building. It's, it's a beautiful patio, um, uh, a great place. To, I mean, you can see Aspen Mountain. You can see the gondola. It's, it's, it's a cool place. Um, and that adds, I mean, it almost doubles our capacity, so it helps uh, summertime. Right. Yeah. Well, that added seating then, um, beautiful al fresco dining right yeah. in downtown Aspen. You can get some more people, you know, served, uh, get people that outdoor experience, which is really cool. So I would have to say in closing, we're down to our last minute, but I have had great experiences there at the Aspen Public House. And um, I think that the overall thing for me is I love the food and I love the beer and your guys, you know, own brewed Capitol Creek beer. Um, but I like the vibe. I just like the feel of it. You know, and I, I think that's almost hard to put a, a finger on that. Sure. It's not as necessarily tangible. But I think you guys have created a great environment, a great menu. I wish you the best of luck. I can't wait to get in there and try that duck Reuben next. Did you have fun on the show today, Bill? Yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Thanks, thanks for having me back. So. Well, thank you. And I baked some cookies. Awesome. And there's a little reusable container there from our partner, Picking County Landfill. And Luna, we didn't get any questions from you today, but maybe next time. Did you have fun on the show today, buddy? Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you so much for all you do. Yeah. Thanks for partnering with the local show this winter. We hope to go long-term as well. I think a lot of things are a long-term play in Aspen. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this week on the local show. Aspen Public House is a modern gastropub located in the historic Wheeler Opera House building in the heart of downtown Aspen, serving breakfast, lunch, opera ski, dinner and late night, seven days a week, 8 a.m. to late. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit AspenAnimalHospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Sundog Athletics is your opportunity to experience one-of-a-kind guided adventures and gain new skills to experience the thrills of snowshoeing, fat biking, canoeing, mountain and road biking. They can be reached at 970-925-1069. Fresh updates at Sundog Athletics on Facebook or sundogathletics.com. Welcome to the